Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, author, interviewer and broadcaster. I also happen to have been a friend of Irish actor Richard Harris, and I recently published his biography, Richard Harris, Raising Hell and Reaching for Heaven. It's nearly sold out of its first print run, so there's not much point in me promoting it any further right now. And that's not the point of this podcast. In fact, today, March 11, 2023, the media, social and otherwise, is awash with stories about the Oscar ceremony tomorrow night in L.A. I'm delighted to say that many of my fellow Irish men and women have been nominated and I'm particularly delighted that Brendan Gleeson had the good grace to trace the roots of Ireland's success story vis-à-vis the Oscars back to director Jim Sheridan's Circa 1990 and movies such as My Left Foot in the Field. I was part of all that, interviewing Sheridan, his producer Noel Pearson and Richard Harris at the time. Indeed, as I say in my book, I became a kind of referee in a tripartite battle between Jim Sheridan, Noel Pearson and Richard Harris. Here's what happened. In September 1989, weeks before the movie The Field was due to get its world premiere in Dublin, I interviewed Noel Pearson for an Irish magazine. At the time, he and Sheridan were at war with Harris, who'd publicly threatened to disown the movie. So, OK, here let me flesh out the backstory by reading a paragraph from my book. After doing the interview, I pitched to Fergus Lenehan, arts editor of the Irish Times, the idea of me going to London to interview Harris mainly about Henry IV because his stage comeback had not been celebrated in the Irish media. I got the commission. But this left me with a moral dilemma, and it troubled me throughout my flight from Dublin to London where I was scheduled to see first at Wyndham's Theatre Henry IV and then interview Richard the following morning at his suite in the Savoy Hotel. The Irish Times interview would be published the following Saturday, two days after the Pearson interview appeared in Hot Press. If I gave Richard a right to reply to Pearson's quotes, it would be clear to Noel Pearson and Niall Stokes, the editor of the magazine, that I'd read to Richard part of the typescript before the article went to press. Even so, by the time the plane landed at Heathrow, I had decided to show Harris the quotes. Part of the quotes, or one of the quotes I was referring to, is as follows. This is Pearson. (laughs) This is Joe Jackson reading Pearson. Harris was never in the editing room, and regarding what he said in the British papers when the film opens, he's going to say he said none of that. Anyway, it's ridiculous. He has no power, moral, legal, nothing to change the film. He saw the field once and made some comments as an actor which we listened to, and he's changed his tune. Harris has a chance of doing very well with the field, so I had to tell him recently, cool it. He keeps going on about the Academy Awards, and I have to say, let's stop thinking about that. It'll happen or it won't happen. Just be happy you did a fantastic job. Harris is a big child. I showed him the film last week, and he was so moved by it, he cried, and then he hugged me. As for disowning the field, he's now totally supportive and said he's fine to promote the film for six months if I want him to. By the way, apart from telling the British media that he was disowning the film, Richard Harris also gave an interview to an Irish newspaper in which he said that Noel Pearson is, quote, a great man, a very good producer, a wonderful dealmaker, but he's not an artist. If he were an artist, he'd be a director. And that was bound to incense Pearson, if only because at the time he was the artistic director of the Abbey Theatre. How could it not piss him off? After all, 
Harris was claiming that the artistic director of Ireland's National Theatre knew nothing about art. Enter Richard Harris, stage left. Okay. The next uh, question was just in relation to your potentially damning comment about him. Remember your quote to uh, Deirdre about the difference between great men and ordinary men and uh, artistic talents versus pedestrian. I'm amazed. I mean, I don't see why he he should be. I don't understand at all. I said he was a great producer. Yeah. Well, isn't that what he is? You said he was a great man. Yeah. A very good producer. Yeah. A wonderful deal maker. Yeah. But he's not an artist. If he was an artist, he'd be a director. Should I say, but he wasn't an artist. But he's not an artist. Right. Why does he want to be? Why do people have a compulsion to be everything? He's not. Jim is the artist. Right. Jim made the movie. He made the deal. Also, it was also Noel Pearson's idea to make the movie, which is good. Right. As producer's function. Right. He cast a lot of it, which is producer's function. Right. He didn't make the movie. But he made the deal. He's a he's a he's a brilliant, he's a very, very shrewd, very brilliant producer. Why did why did they want to be everything? Right. I, right. I quite willingly say to you, I'm a marvelous actor. I think I'm a very good director. I'm a lousy producer. Why do we want to be everything? Why do we need to be canonized as well? Right, so you don't want to hear his answer? Yo. Yo. No? Yo, no. Oh, yeah, go on. Smiles, just say we were having a difference of, of opinion at the time. Uh, Harris has a chance of doing very well with the field. So I had to tell, I had to tell him recently to cool it. He keeps going on about the Academy Awards, and I have to say, let's stop thinking about that. It will happen or it won't happen. Just be happy that you've done a fantastic job. Now, I would like to answer that in this article. You show me one newspaper article in which I've used the word Academy Awards. You show me one article in which I have said, I've, I've used an Academy Award expression about Hope's Academy I've never. I've never mentioned it in any member of the press. Show it to me if you like. Right. I've never. They have. I mean, they've damned me about the Academy Awards. I, it's the reverse. I keep telling them, I suppose it's good for the picture, but it doesn't mean anything to me. But he tells me I'm doing good. I don't give a shit if I never worked again after it. They know that. This is, I mean, he is now, this is what's called in therapy. They call it in therapy. They call it transference. All right, I know what you mean. They call it what yeah. his fears are. He puts into somebody else. Did I've you? never mentioned Academy Awards. I, I couldn't care less about Academy Awards. They're the one who are pounding Academy Awards. He's the one who told me how important the Academy Awards were, how Jim Sheridan did dance with Shelley Vincent to get her vote, how he went over and manipulated Hollywood so they get the nominations. I don't give a fuck. I've never oh, yeah, he gave me that story, the dancing with Yeah, I've never worked with Academy Awards in, in my life. He, I mean, I got a name. I got a nomination in 1963, I think, or 64. I never turned up for the awards. It's totally unimportant. And he said to cool it. I've never, all I have said to him, but I have, here's our arguments. With, and you may quote this. Here are my arguments with, uh, with Sheridan, or at least with Pearson, or this. Pearson is saying to me, please don't say the picture's great. Right. I said, well, I said it was lousy three weeks ago, and you attacked right. me over that. Now I'm saying it's great, and you're attacking me, and you're attacking me now. Why are we playing these sort of games? Let the critics discover it for themselves, is what he is saying. Right. Is what Pearson is saying, which in a sense may be true. Well, that's what, that is what he said here. Yeah. It'll be up to them, but he, he, you say the 
Academy Award connection is, never is, is his, not yours. Yeah, I've never mentioned Academy Awards. All I get is blown down my throat day and night from them about Academy Awards. It's coming over the phone to me from them daily about Academy Awards. Why have they asked me not to work till next April? They've asked me, he has requested that I do not work till next April. Should I go out to America, sell the picture and campaign for the awards? I've never mentioned it. Well, it doesn't mean, does mean that little to you, is it not? It doesn't matter. Right. It says I have no importance to me whatsoever. Oh. So I'm afraid he's transferring his obsessions onto me. If you know what I mean. I do, of course. I know transferences, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. He then says, Harris is a big child. Yeah, I, I, all I know is, all I, my, my answer to that is very, very simple. My answer to that about the child is very, very simple. I made a movie. I committed to the movie. I think that, I think that Noah Pearson has made one movie. I mean, how old is he? 48. If he was 48, he's not a, you know, what is, what's happened to the other 47 years? Suddenly now he's just made it, right? I think for him to start passing remarks about me who'd been in the business for nearly 35 years is a bit sort of silly, you know. I mean, Noel Pearson was in New York three years ago selling fucking beer behind the bar. He couldn't get home. He was penniless and broke. So this great talent he seems to think he has now, he's only discovered, or someone discovered it in the last couple of weeks, a couple of years. Let's face it, don't let what's happened to these people who are passing remarks about, you know, references to me either in my attitude or my behavior. He's amazing for a man who all these years has done nothing with his life at all. He's had no success at all. I mean, the head of the Abbey was a political appointment. He's made a good deal of it. He's done well, but please. Sure. I mean, I mean, I mean you may quote me on it. I don't mind. If he wants to argue with me in public, I'll argue with him in public. It is rather obscene okay. for a man who has only had one thing of success in his life. Obscene. I mean, he yeah. called, you know, he got very, very upset when I said he was ordinary. I said, well, you are ordinary. No, no, no. Just call me on the phone. He said, I want to tell you all the awards I won. And every one he said, I said, I won that. What? I said, I won that too. Go on. I said, it doesn't go to my head. I don't quote it to people. Well, go on. What else have you won? He began to quote me the can. I said, I won that. What else you won? That's this. I said, I won that too. What else you won? What? It hasn't got to my head. I can be level about it. But if you want to throw it at me, how clever you are, throw it at me. Tell me how clever you are. But for us to start banging awards around each other, you're fucking. Don't know how. I don't know where mine are. They're so uh, important to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in. T- you know, twenty and, boxes. And it, yeah, in, in boxes somewhere. And and I think that and I think that you know that I, I. And I think it's exceedingly ungracious. You may quote me on his part. Ungracious on his part to make comments about my attitude being childish to the picture. They changed the film with my suggestions. Right. And there is no doubt in the world. There were three people have seen the film on two stages. The first stage we objected to and my stage. And you ask their difference of opinion. It is chalk from cheese. Okay. And it's exceedingly ungracious. All right, Richard. On his part to make remarks of that kind. It's small and belittling for him to make remarks like that. All right. 
uh, that relates to the last quote. Yeah. I think his Harris is a big child. The way it reads here actually reads as whether you would like it to or not, endearing, not as a criticism. It doesn't matter. I mean, because... My, 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 no, it doesn't No, but the rest of the quote is he follows it with the fact that a, a big child, as in you then, when you saw the final version, this is where the whole thing ends, that you were upset by it. You were very moved by it, and th I think that's what he means by a child. No, no, that you're, no? I don't think so, Tom. I don't think. Well, let me read the full quote. Let me read the full quote here. I don't think that I don't think being moved is the prerogative of the children at all. There are a lot of people sitting in that editing room, and it's in that room that day when the picture was been after the picture had been shown, the final version had been shown, who were exceedingly moved by it. I was exceedingly moved by it, but I was moved more than others because I gave it practically my heart and soul which Pearson doesn't understand. Producers never do. They're playing with computers all day and balancing sheets, as he said. He's wondering where he's going to spend $50,000 a day. I don't worry me. People like that don't have that sort of uh, elastic or elasticated emotion that can... That can that, I mean, that's my gift as an actor. I have it. I use it when I want to use it. The elasticity. Yeah, the elasticity. <laughs> but... Uh, but uh, all right. I would certainly tell you this. I certainly was not moved at the version of the movie I saw eight weeks ago. Right. Not at all. You were moved to the sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, the, the, is the, I think this is causing you unnecessary aggression. No, no, it's not. To, no, no, it's not. I'm not. I don't want to be upsetting at this hour. You're not upsetting me at all. I'm answering it. I'm answering it with passion. I'm not upset in the slightest. I should sleep okay. my 12 hours tonight without any problem. But I do say for the advice for Noel Pearson, um, is this, is that, you know, don't let anything go to your head. Hollywood, you're as big as your last success. Sure. You're as big as your last flop in Hollywood. Many people in Hollywood had one gigantic hit. Michael Cimino, for instance. What's he done since? Yeah. Don't let it go to your head. Don't think that because you're one hit, you know it all. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. I thank you for listening to this edition of, you know, Richard Harris makes me laugh. Uh, I, do, I doubt I don't think that that particular quote or his response there would bring a smile to the faces of Noel Pearson or Jim Sheridan and Jim unfortunately is not happy with a part of my book but this is Joe Jackson I thank you for listening to this particular edition of the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast if you want to read some of my articles check out my website joejacksoninterviewer.com and my book Richard Harris Raising Hell and Reaching for Heaven is still available as an ebook and on certain websites such as Amazon, Amazon.com, Amazon UK, uh, there are some hardback editions available, likewise, in terms of perhaps your local bookstore. Thank you.